0: Good morning good afternoon and good evening beautiful souls wherever you are however you are I hope you're doing all right and if you're not I hope to bring you some light into your life today so today we're gonna to talk about mental mental health just the broad spectrum of mental health um, when I was doing the research mental health i was so surprised by the amount of information i was getting i was so surprised by the percentages and the numbers that i was coming across i mean it was <laughs> it was mind-blowing and so many things i didn't know i recently made a post on facebook when I where I, I learned that an average of one million american lose their lives to depression every single year. That man, that, that scared me a little bit. That scared me. But, it's, but at the same time, it made me aware of the world in which we live in. It made me aware of the sense, the, sense, the sensitivity around m- mental health and mental illness it made me understand that there's such a lack of awareness because nobody talks about it but not not that nobody talks about it but it's not something that's being talked about enough for us to be totally aware to be totally compassionate and to and to really try to find broader treatment that will be able to help a vast um a vast Population, because not everybody um, has the has the, the 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 funds, the money, the time to go to a therapist. Uh, not everyone has uh, uh, those kind of resources. So it was interesting to me. That there was such a lack of awareness uh, you know about it and that we just don't we just don't make it a part of our conversation enough. You know, money money is the 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 one thing that we talk about every day. Everyone is talking about money, everyone is chasing money, everyone is trying to figure out how to get money. Money, 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 money. But we also know very much that a lot of our brothers and sisters who are very rich and very wealthy can also be very unhappy and deal with a lot of mental health illness, deal with a lot of emotional health, uh, illness. So I understand why we chase money because that's the tool for our survival, right? But why are we not chasing well-being? Why are we not chasing mental health, you know, why we're not chasing freedom, joy, peace, you know, why we're not chasing that, why is that not part of our daily conversation, why is that not some, you know, we wake up in the morning and we ask God for a bigger car, we ask God for a husband and a wife, we ask God for children, we ask God for so many things, but we don't ask God for peace. We don't ask god i mean do we if we do you know that's what we need to we need to incorporate that also in our prayers you know for mental well-being emotional well-being happiness we need to ask god for for peace for freedom what is the point of having so much material if you're miserable in all that material i know people are saying well it's better to be poor in a lamborghini uh, No, it's better to be unhappy in a Lamborghini than on a bike. Well, both of you are still poor. Both of you are still unhappy. Whether you're in a bike or a Lamborghini, it doesn't make anything any better. It's it's not better because you're in a Lamborghini. It's not better because you're on a bike. Because either way, you're unhappy. The bike is not making you unhappy. The Lamborghini is not making you unhappy or happy. You're just unhappy. You're just miserable. You know, you're just very sad. And I have compassion. Regardless of whether you're on a bike or in a Lamborghini, if you are feeling miserable, if you are feeling sad and unhappy, if you are feeling blocked and and hopeless, I have compassion for you because I've been there. I've been there. And so many of us have been there. But me also, when I was going through my depression i didn't talk about it i don't even think people understood what that was i knew i was depressed i knew it i felt it in my body in my bones but again it wasn't something that was talked about in my family or in my circle of friends so i didn't believe anyone would understand it i don't think anybody understood it because it was happening right in front of everyone and just like other people's depression were probably happening in front of me and i didn't know right it's like other people were going through their own misery and their own uh, sorrows and I didn't know because we don't talk about it because we're ashamed because we're afraid that people would not understand us we're afraid that we're going to be looked at um, like we're crazy we're afraid to be judged we're afraid to be laughed at again you know so, I understand um, where the, 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 the refusal to have a conversation about it comes from. I get it. But the truth of the matter is, we're all dealing with something. You know, we all have things in our lives that we either are dealing with or we just cannot deal with. And we can't cope with or we're depressed about and we're just not speaking about it you know i don't know if there's anything anyone to blame should we blame the society for which who is the society is isn't society us human being we make the society we make the world the world is not it's not some other people the world doesn't belong to some other people. We're part of the world. We're part of society. So whatever is going on, whatever is making us keep secret, whatever is making us afraid of talking and opening up and being honest, it's, it's our responsibility. We're, we're responsible for that. To believe that we have to, to think that we are perfect and that we live a life of perfection. And that we're always happy and we're always joyful and we're always uh, rich and um, everything is always all right. That's not true. That's not reality. (laughs) That's not life. And so living in an environment where a lot of secrets are being kept for an appearance is very detrimental to a human being right because ultimately that means you have to learn how to live a lie and that takes a toll on the body I couldn't find a a definite definition for mental illness or mental health I mean there are definitions out there but from my point of view and from my experiences of this life mental health or being mentally healthy or being mentally unhealthy or having a mental illness to me is the inability to understand life therefore, the, therefore causing the inability to cope with life Because we don't understand what life is about, we don't understand how how life works, we don't understand the cycles of life, we don't understand obstacles, we don't understand death, we don't understand loss, we don't understand breaking breakups, huh? We don't understand failures. We don't understand anything about life. So therefore we don't know how to cope with life. We don't know how to deal with things when they happen to us all around us we don't know how to deal with 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 losing someone we don't know how to deal with a breakup we don't know how to deal with with our own minds we don't know how to deal with ourselves we don't even know we don't even know how to deal with each other body is fragile and the mind is even more fragile i want you to try a simple exercise if you're quiet or if you're at home if you're driving don't try it wait till you're at home and you, you're in a quiet space by yourself if you can find one. <laughs> I literally have to wait till my son is crying, is, is sleeping, and no one is at home for me to be able to even record a podcast, y'all. Because who is hard out here to find some quiet time? But I just want you to just sit on the floor, um, cross your legs, close your eyes. Keep your back straight. Open your hands to the sky. Lay them on your, on your thighs. And just try to stay there just for a couple of minutes without saying anything, without talking, and without trying to think. <laughs> just try that if you can. And what you're gonna realize is that the mind doesn't stop talking. You stop talking. I mean, you stop opening your mouth. But still in your mind, you're still talking. You're still saying something. You're probably saying, what is this girl got to do? What the hell am I doing here? She don't know what she's talking about. Or whatever else. doesn't matter. You're just going to keep on going and keep on going. Now, I want you to know this. That even if you try to stop thinking you can't stop thinking because it's happening on its own that's what the mind is it's a space that leaves of thoughts are always falling in and out of and you have the choice to Either attach to those thoughts, or just watch them fly through your head. And just do this: just sit here and and watch what kind of thoughts come in your mind. You know, a couple of uh, a month ago or a year ago or something, I was sitting quietly like this, and I started having like really bad thoughts like really negative thoughts and I was like wait what the hell is wrong with me why am I having such negative way of thinking and the funny thing about it is that I always used to think I was such a good person I was a giving person I was a loving person and I'm sure I am but deep down inside I'm still a bad person somewhere <laughs> because these, these thoughts can tell me that that whoa this is what you think and your thoughts are not someone else someone else it's you but you also have the power to simply dismiss the thoughts you, you can even laugh at the thought or you have the ability to attach them and make the thoughts you but I want you to know they're not. They're just leaves of sentences flying through your brain. And you do not have to attach to them. You can choose which thoughts you attach to. You can choose what to think about. You can change your perception of yourself, the perception of life, by taking control of the mind because if you allow the thoughts to be you, then you let the mind control you. Now I would like you to practice this for as as many times as you can. If you live by yourself, if you're single, that's even better because then you have the freedom to be as quiet for as long as you like. you don't have any children even better if you're single and no children even better more time for you to sit down and explore yourself and explore this body and explore this mind that's what mental health is to know thyself to truly know yourself to know what's going on with you to know why you're sad why you're happy to know why you're angry and to be able to let that go just like you're watching your thoughts come in your mind and get out of your mind and just change and move and just like that that's how you have to be to be with life things come and go it's all right don't try to hold on to any thoughts Don't try to make yourself think that this thought is right but another one is wrong. Just kind of watch the thoughts and and let them go. and Let them pass by. Let them come in. Don't identify with them. Just be like, all right, and move on. I would like to invite you to practice this every single day. Where you get 20, minimum of 20 minutes. You can do a hour, two hours if you want. But a minimum of 20 minutes of sitting down closing your eyes and being quiet and allow yourself to know who am i because nobody can tell you who you are i mean if people can can throw flowers at you and tell you who you can be and tell you how much they believe in you and tell you you're crazy or tell you whatever the truth of the matter is nobody knows you more than yourself and how best to know yourself and to spend time with yourself, the more you spend time with yourself, the better you will know who you are. The better you you'll be able to tackle any kind of mental illness you're dealing with. At least that'll be a start. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be easy. <laughs> I can tell you that because you're gonna be. You're gonna be able to really see who you truly are, and it's not gonna be pretty. But that's the that's what you want, because once you see the ugly, once you see the part of you that you've been hiding, once you see the part of you that is causing you to suffer, what is once you see the part of you that is that has low self-esteem that is attached to an awful relationship when you see the part of, you, of yourself that's always talking down on you that's doubtful that's scared of what other people think then that's the moment that you can start changing right that's the moment that you can start growing that's the moment you can start being okay alright now I get it this is who I am but that's not who I want to be. I want to be that, and then you can start working towards that, right? That's all. I know for myself, I was depressed at the age of twenty. I realized that I was depressed at the age of twenty-two. But the funny thing is that when I once, when I was eighteen. 18 19 my first year in college I was in my psychology 101 class and I've always been interested in psychology and the reason why was because I was trying to understand my feelings I was trying to understand where my how uh, my sadness my sorrow my pain I was trying to understand that because nobody around me can never explain it to me so that's why I was always drawn to psychology because I was trying to understand my my own psyche that's how i knew at the age of 22 that i was depressed because i was I, not that i've always been aware of myself but i've always been aware of my emotions i've always been in tune with what is it that i feel and why i feel that way As my, asking myself those questions really helped me work through a lot of things why do i feel this way Whenever you're in doubt, whenever you're hopeful, whenever, whenever you're, you're feeling hopeless, you're feeling scared. Always ask yourself, why do I feel this way? And how can I let this go? And what can I do to change? What can I do for me to reverse this feeling? What can I do to start feeling good about myself? What can I do to start healing? What can I do to leave this relationship that I'm stuck in? What can I do to have a better relationship with my children? So I asked my my professor one time, he was talking about uh, knowing what is wrong with you is the beginning um, of healing. So I raised my hand and I asked him, okay, is knowing what's wrong with you enough for you to start healing? He said, no, no, that's not even, that's just, that's just step one. Just to know that's, that's good. At least if you know something's going on with you, that's good, but you still have a lot of work to do and you still have, um, uh, you know a, a lot of growing and a lot of steps and a lot of opening up and a lot you know a lot to uncover and that's all he said i was 18 so obviously he wasn't a the therapist so he wasn't about to help me with my shit right so i was like, all right uh depression started to at, at the age of 22 i knew i was depressed i didn't have anybody to talk to i didn't uh i was wondering if my school maybe had a therapist i could talk to but i was so depressed i ended up dropping out because i couldn't function i couldn't cope i couldn't function i stopped working i stopped um, i couldn't drive myself to school uh, i was driving and then on my way to school i would just cry my eyes out and just cry and by the time i knew it i passed school up i cried for 45 minutes one hour in the car i couldn't get myself out of bed i was shower every day i was um that was the moment where that was the first time in my life that i ever went and bought weed i mean i was smoking with my friends but i here and there but th- that was the first time in my life when i went and bought weed i came i tried to to do whatever and smoke i remember it specifically because with the pain was deep <laughs> that she was deep but I knew I was depressed, but I didn't know anybody to talk to. I didn't know who to go to and who would help me. So for years, I stayed depressed and I lived a life with depression. Very emotionally unhealthy, very mentally unhealthy. I mean, I was crazy. I was borderline. I mean, I was, I think if, if I asked um, one of my friends at the time, she'd probably say you were, you were bipolar. And she told me many times that you are crazy. But you know when somebody told you, they tell you that, and then they, you know, and then they don't leave you. It really doesn't help. You can't see your own craziness because you're telling me I'm crazy, but then at the same time, you're telling me you love me. You know, that's not, you know, it doesn't work. So, um, it wasn't until hit rock right bottom, like I said, and I talked about that that last time in my uh, emotional um, health uh, podcast, it wasn't until, <laughs> I mean, I was hopeless, nothing worked, now I was forced to take steps into being, healthy, into being healthy, because I was, I remember, I was in so much deep pain, that sometime, I would I would uh, clench my fist And I would hit my thigh And I would just bang on my thigh And bang on my thigh Because the pain I was feeling inside Was so strong That all I wanted That physical pain was better than, than That emotional pain I was feeling I'm telling you, the way If you are out there And you are suffering like this I have compassion for you I've, I've, I, I know it's, I know it's difficult but I empower you. Don't give up. Don't give up. Just start changing. Just start changing your mindset. And and I hope soon enough. I'm going to be able to. To come out with some exercises. And um, some workbooks. To start helping those. Who want to be helped. Because. Man when I tell you. That pain was so strong. That. I would sometimes, I would start biting my own arms. Now, you know, you've heard of people who who cut their wrist. Um, you know, that's what other people, that's what I've heard of that before. But when it was happening to me, I didn't even know what it was. But if you saw pictures of me in that time, me, yeah, I was laughing, you no. Know, I was traveling, uh, I was taking pictures, I was drinking, I was dancing. You couldn't have never imagined that I was depressed. There was no way someone could have imagined. And the way I was, I was, you know, I was like a nice size eight, you know, body was nice, you know, niggas was, oh, I'm sorry for my language, (sighs) sorry. You know, like, you know, boys were after me. I was always popping. So I didn't know, Um, uh, no, people didn't know I was depressed. And I remember those those last specific moments. Like I said, I was in so much pain, y'all, that I would clench my wrist and hit my thigh until I I would see a blue um until I would see a bruise, or I would bite my bite my arm until I would bite it so hard that I would almost bleed. I did that often. But I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody I was going through that. Mm. I didn't tell. I mean, how do you explain? And how does someone even understand? You know? Unless you're going through what I'm going through, you can't understand what kind of pain I was in because you never experienced that kind of pain. Just like when people used to talk about people who cut their wrist, I never understood what kind of pain can somebody be in until they want to cut their wrist off. But I do now because I didn't cut my wrist but I should have punched myself in the thigh until I saw bruises and the bruises made me feel better because now I guess it's almost as if I could see the pain you know when you when you're suffering emotionally and mentally you can't see no pain it's, it's, it's all happening within the mind and you feel every bit of it every moment all the time every day every moment it just never ends. So at least when I hit myself or I bit myself, I can see the bruise. That made me feel better. That I can see where uh, the, I, I, I like the fact that I'm feeling pain, that I can see. But the, the pain that I can't see... oh no. oh no. that's what mental health is that's what the, the no that's what mental illness is so we have to empower each other to say you know if if, if if you're dealing with something maybe i cannot help you Because obviously you can't just, you can't help somebody who's going through mental health issues if you've never been through it. Sometimes you even have people in your life who are mentally ill and you don't even know it. But we're calling them crazy. Oh, this person is like this. And all we do is judge and judge and judge and judge. But we never try to look at, okay, what is this person going through? But how can we take some time to look at what somebody else is going through when we don't even take time to figure out what we're going through? not possible you can't help somebody if you can't help yourself right I want you to agree with me say yes yes you're right you're right you're right you're right my sister you're right (laughs) so we have people in our lives who are sick but we don't know who they're sick we just judge them and judge and judge and judge and keep putting and keep putting our judgment on them. They're already suffering. You just keep adding and adding and adding and adding to the pain. One million Americans. That's only in America. What about all over the world? How many people die every year because of emotional and mental pain and, and mental pain? How many? Only in America is one million. That's I mean that's the, the number I I, I researched on. You know why? Do you know why people commit suicide? I also um, I also came ac- across this um this uh, TED Talk. I'll find his name, and I'm sure I'm gonna do another podcast about it. And he was talking about suicide, and he said there are about forty thousand. That was in he 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 did the TED talk in two thousand. Was it in two thousand fifteen or thirteen or something? But he said in the in the US there are forty thousand suicide every year, and sixteen thousand murders. There are forty thousand suicide, y'all. Yeah, did you hear what I said? There are forty thousand suicide on average 40,000 suicide people who decided that this was enough for them that they had enough that the pain they were feeling was not was was no more bearable and they took their own lives that's more than double the amount of people that are getting killed are you hearing me i don't know if you're hearing me There are 40,000 human beings like you and I who decide at one point in their life that the pain they're feeling inside is too much for them to bear. So they take their own life away. That's more than double the amount of people that shoot each other. So the murders that we are That we heard about on tv every day why we're we not hearing about suicides on tv why we're we not talking more why we're we not why we're we not why we're we not talking more about suicide why i don't get it that that's alarming because that's more than murders and we talk about murders every day and then we scare people into sitting in their homes and and and, and being afraid of being outside because they're scared of somebody's gonna shoot them but when really is the people who are staying in some all, inside all day long who are taking their, their, their own lives. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you understanding what I'm saying? I'm not upset. I'm not upset. <laughs> I sound upset, but I'm not upset. I'm just saying. I'm just asking if you're understanding what I'm saying. We talk about murders on TV every day. Everyone is scared of going outside, scared of, of holding a gun, scared of walking around without a gun. We walk around with guns because we're scared of other people who have guns. But the people who don't have guns, the people who are in their home and they start to just kill themselves because the pain inside the mind and the body is, is devastating, it's unbearable. We don't talk about that. We're not aware of that. What causes mental illness? The other day we were talking about emotional health. And how high level of stress for a long period of time affects the brain by shrinking it. And when your brain shrinks you cannot make logical and healthy decisions for yourself because when the brain shrinks it's not it's not functioning properly it's losing oxygen so therefore you can make healthy decisions for yourself do you see what I'm saying so if your brain shrinks because you are highly stressed for a long period of time and you do not figure out a way to how to cope, to understand, to deal, to manage what you're going through and there's no treatment, it's more likely that you're gonna make yourself believe that dying is the best option, right? I have thought about suicide. I'm a human being, just like you. And many of us are going to be like, no, I never thought about this. That's good for you. If you have never imagined leaving this earth because it was too painful for you, good for you. I'm proud of you. But there are many, 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 many people who have thought that way. And I was one of them. Do we judge too much as a society? Do you guys think we judge too much? We judge each other too much? We judge ourselves too much? We judge judge ourselves based on what other people think? Or based on what we think other people are going to think? Think we're too mean to each other Do you think we're too distant you think we are we're too lonely we're too we're too um we're too demanding we're too we're too judgmental again <laughs> okay do you think uh, what do you think because i think we are all of that i really do think we judge way too much we judge way too much i don't think we have enough compassion for one another and i don't really believe that we understand who we are as human beings i really don't so this 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 notion of propagating Negativity in your mind and all around you is the lack of understanding of who you are. What I want us to do is, is, is to is, is just to start finding compassion in our hearts. Like for real. Like, it's so easy to judge others because we think that we we got it together. Because we think, well, I'm not doing that. I'm better. You're not. I'm not better. You're not better. Nobody's better than anybody. None of us are. As long as you wake up in the morning and you brush your teeth, you go to the bathroom, you pee, you poop and pee, like everyone else, and your body is probably as ugly as everybody else's body, nobody is better than anybody. But if we start practicing practicing compassion and understanding that every single human being that you meet is simply another version of you. That means that whatever you're going through he or she can be going through that too That whatever doubt they have about themselves that whatever that you have you have about yourself somebody else can be having those those doubts too whatever insecurities that you have somebody else can be having those insecurities insecurities too even the most beautiful woman in the world has insecurities But she pushes through them and she reminds herself every day with affirmation that I am beautiful. I matter. So if you're dealing with any emotional or mental health issues, I want you to start practicing affirmations. And it's not about waking up every morning and pulling out an affirmation card and that's it. No, and practicing affirmation means that you practice that shit all day long. You pick out an affirmation for the day, and every time you feel the doubtful, every time you feel uh, low self-esteem, every time you feel low on energy, every time you, you 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 start to feel the sadness and the sorrow, you know what? You battle it with affirmation. You battle it with affirmation. You start you rem- you start re- you, but you have to know who you are. The moment you start figuring out who you truly are and who you want to be on this earth then you start affirming that that is who you are you can probably have to do that all day every day for the first three days because we are we 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 live on constant stress constant rush rush to go to work rush to drive to work Rush to do this. Rush to cook. Rush to. We're always rushing. When are we ever resting? When do you ever sit down and just relax? Do nothing for, no watching TV, not laying down to sleep, not eating nothing. Just rest your body, rest your mind, and find out who is this inside this body. Who are you? Who am I? And how can I be better? Not better than than XYZO. You are not better than anybody. You are better, you are better than for yourself. You are better than who you were, who you were yesterday. You, are, you you want to be impressed with your own self. You don't want other people to be impressed by you. You want you you, you want you want yourself to impress your own self. Practice affirmation. I am a divine human being. I am a holistic human being. I am a healthy human being. My mind is healthy. I'm a non-judgmental human being. Even if you are judgmental, I'm telling you, if you start telling yourself that you are non-judgmental, in two weeks, you will see. Every time you'll be ready to judge, you'll close your own mouth. You'll not judge again. That's what affirmation does. If you feel ugly... You feel unattractive. You feel, the moment you start telling yourself, I am I am healthy, I am beautiful, I am attractive. Every time you, you say that to yourself, guess what? You will not just feel like that in, in, in four weeks or no. You will start doing things to make sure that those affirmations are true. Little by little, just don't give up on yourself. I'm a kind human being. a compassionate human being what is your affirmation what are your affirmations who do you want to be in this life who do you want to be in this world it's so easy to judge others it's so easy to point the finger you yeah that person is like this They, they are like that blah 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 but who are you do you know who you are I'm a caring person. I'm a caring human being. I'm a human being who believes in herself. I'm a human being who matters. I'm a human being who's worth it. I'm a human being who deserves happiness. I'm a human being who deserves joy. I'm a human being who deserves a better relationship. I'm a human being who deserves better friends. I'm a human being who who who, who got it to, to, to be a little bit more financially healthy. Who are you? Another another thing that helped me is to spend time outside you know we take the Sun for granted we think the Sun is just here the Sun just get up every uh, 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 the Sun rises every morning so we can go to work and work and pay bills and uh, whatnot but the Sun is is the energy of this world The air we breathe is more natural outside than it is in our home. The leaves on the tree who carry carbon dioxide every time we exhale. Spend some time outside. Do you take walks? Just take a walk spend some time with nature no actually you ain't gotta kiss the sun you ain't gotta kiss the tree you ain't gotta do none of that just spend some time with just spend some time outside your home is not life your home is where you is where you sleep Is where you cook it's where you make love where you yell at your children <laughs> it's where is where you kiss you know you kiss your children good night but outside is where life is happening the sun rises the sun sets every day do you know at what time the sun rises every day do you know, at what, time do you know at what time the sun sets every day do you know that the sun and the moon can be out at the same time during the day bro one day I was arguing about this woman, my friend in the car. She said, she was saying we were in an Uber and she was saying that the moon can, can be outside at the same time as the, as the sun. And when I tell you, I argued for so long. And guess what? It is true. It was so embarrassing. But it's all right that it was embarrassing because that was something I didn't know because I never took the time to spend time with, the, with 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 the world, I never took the time to, to 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 sit down and to be quiet and to rest and to and to and to appreciate the world in which I'm living, I'm living in, and to appreciate the the this sun who makes my melanin glow, this sun who gives me a boost of energy every time I don't feel very well this sun that allows me to drive early in the morning and take a cool breezy nice ride in the morning when I need to go to the gym or to the store spend some time with the sun and watch it go away every day at six or five whatever time Admire everything and everyone that we don't even know and we don't even admire the earth the earth that gave birth to us. The earth that is protecting us and shadowing us and giving us this life. Spend some time outside, I'm not asking, you, just, just take a walk, early in the morning, whatever time you got, early in the morning is the best time and at sunset is the best time, you take a walk and practice gratitude. If you believe in God, thank you God. Thank you, God for this sun. Thank you, God, for this air that I'm breathing. Thank you, God, for these leaves. Thank you, God for the birds. Okay, thank you, God, for these other human beings that I don't know, but you know, they entertain me in my life by just walking by. Just thank you. Thank you, God, for for the grass, for the ground I'm walking on. If you believe in Allah, you make make the same prayer to Allah. If you don't believe in anything, thank you, universe. Thank you, Mother Earth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Exercise is extremely good for the body. Exercise is extremely good for the mind because it strengthens it strengthens the mind, and it exhausts the body. The body is a uh, is, is 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 the body is energy, and it's full of energy. And he, and exercising is not necessarily taking away energy from the body, sometimes it's just replacing it with a different kind of energy, with a boosting energy. Exercise is very important for the body, exercise is very important for the mind. Exercise is not just about losing weight, that oh if I lose this weight me I'm never going to the gym again. It's not about going to the gym. You can t- just taking a walk, a fast walk, just a little jog. You know, just playing soccer, just moving your body. It doesn't have to be going to the gym. Just dancing, doing something where you 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 expressing you expressing who you are through your body, and it can be anything as long as you love it. I dance. I'm gonna dance until 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 I die because that's what I like to do I can exercise and go to the gym because I need to lose this weight but I'm never gonna stop moving my body because I express myself that way I express my best self (laughs) when I'm dancing my best self (laughs) you know so find something that you like to do that will help move your body do that every, do that as many times as you can eat healthy food <laughs> the food we eat, we eat has a tremendous impact on our mental and emotional health I'm not going to go too deep into uh, holistic medicine or veganism or what not what not but um, the 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 colon is is the brain of the body okay your colon is the brain of your body there are foods such as meat when you eat meat it takes on average four days to digest from your system so that means if you eat meat today you're not gonna fully digest that meat until when is it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, until Monday? Not good for your body. So if you eat meat today, you will not be able to digest it till Monday. If you eat meat tomorrow, you will not digest it till Tuesday. If you eat meat uh, on Sunday, you will not digest it to. Uh, if you eat meat, yeah, whatever the date. Four days later, Wednesday. You're here now. So that means that every time you are eating meat and you are not digesting it because you are digesting it four days later, What's happening is that your calling is getting backed up. Food is just getting backed up in the backed up, backed up. They are backed up of what is shit. And what is shit is waste. What is waste? Toxic. You get it? I'm not asking you to stop picking me to You do whatever you want. I'm just speaking. Uh, biological facts here there are certain food that when you eat you're not digesting fast enough and when your colon is not empty your intestine are not empty and they're not clean that affects your body because then you have that affects your mood that affects your brain because you have toxins within your body those toxins they, they don't just stay there in your colon; they, 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 they move around to the rest of your body. Sometimes people wonder where acne comes from. It comes with backed up to, uh, uh, colon. Where does um um uh bad breath come from? Backed up to, uh, uh, backed up colon. a lot of the 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 skin issues that we have whether a lot of the diseases that we have come from a backed up colon the colon is the brain of the body so when people talk about changing your food changing your eating habit it's not because uh, um i don't know it's not because I mean, it's not because they think that what they're doing is better than what you're doing. It's because they have understood that in order for you to be fully healthy, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, you have to start taking care of the colon. You have to start taking care of your stomach. Okay. When we talk about non-GMO food, when we talk about uh, uh, n- uh, no dairy, okay, no white rice, no 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 white pasta okay when we talk about no vegetable oil that's because it's not good for you and you don't have to by any means stop doing whatever you're doing that's your choice that's your life but the point of eating healthy is is to be able to, to keep the body as healthy as possible because when you came on this earth your body wasn't unhealthy right it was healthy so keep the body as, as healthy as possible, even if you're going to die. People say, well, I'm going to die. I might as well, you know, people die a different way. Why do I have to stop? You don't have to stop doing anything. But it, it, it's all up to you how you want to die. Do you want to die in a nursing home? Somebody taking care of you from tubes and and, feed, and feeding you and watching you and washing your butt because uh, you lost all, all of your... Mental, emotional, and physical function because of the way you're eating. You want to die, going to the hospital every day, every month, uh, every two weeks because of the way you're eating. Because the 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 food that you ate made uh, made your whole body sick. That's a choice you have to make. It's not about wanting you to be healthy. You don't have to be healthy. I personally don't care, but I know it's difficult. It's, it's easy to talk when you're not sick but when you get sick a different thing happens in the mind a different things happen in the body so eat healthy there there are tons of information today when i'm saying there are tons of information technology is great because you can get you can get the information you can get information from anywhere If you're looking to get healthy if you're looking to start on a on eating healthy journey i want you to visit this page i am surviving vegan on instagram i am surviving vegan that's the page and she's tough but she's real there are a lot there are a lot of pages on instagram um there's there's a lot of pages on, on on instagram when it comes to Uh, changing food habits. when it comes to being healthy you know they have Dr. Sebi they have Dr. Laila Africa Um, Mama Rosa is not on YouTube anymore Um, um, Dr. Aris Latam he's in uh, Jamaica but he has an Instagram page too but I am surviving vegan she's a young woman she's a she's a mother and uh um she really she really goes deep and tell you about uh the different things that you should not be eating and the things that you should be eating there are many informations out there if you would like to to transition i'm not asking you to go cold turkey but i'm asking you to consider yourself to consider your future to consider the future of your children you know because who you are today and and how you act and how you eat affects your your future generations. Being healthy is important to live a happy life. It's very important. It's difficult to be happy when you have to go to the doctor every two weeks. And they're telling you you have one month, six months, nine months to live. It's scary enough just growing old and feeling like you're about to die soon. So um, last thing I want to tell you is uh, meditate, really take some time to uh, to close your eyes and sit down and really trying to figure out who you are and who do you want to be in this life and what do you want to do, what are your aspirations because life seems long but I, I, sh- I swear to you it's very short before you know it it's going time for all of us to, to be dead and no one is going to remember any of us here so if you're not living the life that you want to live and you're not you're not happy and you're not going to get another chance after this life even if you come back after, if you believe in reincarnation you will not know so you will probably live, live the same life again if you come back so I empower you put yourself first. I empower you to live the life that you want. I empower you to find your joy, to find your happiness, to find your freedom. I empower you to find yourself. Have a great day. It was nice talking to (laughs) y'all. It was really nice talking to you guys. Um, I hope to see you next time. I can't believe I've been here a a whole hour. What was I talking about? Lord. Okay, y'all. Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye. See y'all next time. Kisses. Mwah.